Portions of this program are pre-recorded. This is the Joe Pag Show. To talk to Joe, call 888-941-PAGS. And now, it's Joe Pags. Hey, great to have you along for the ride. Thanks a lot for stopping by. We've got a lot going on. We've made it all the way through this work week. Hopefully, you've got some time off coming. Going to enjoy the Independence Day holly, uh, holiday, which we're going to talk about today. We'll talk about that at length today. And uh, I'll tell you my schedule for next week as well, which is an interesting one. Make sure you stick around for that. We've got a lot going on, lots to get to. Victor Avila will be back today, former federal agent. He just got back from the border. He's going to give us some insight into what probably happened with those 53 illegal aliens that died. Also, four more people that died in Eagle Pass yesterday, some sort of a smuggling deal as well. And what he's hearing from the Border Patrol agents and more. Plus, we've got Judge Ted Poe and much more on your Friday. I'll give you some strings. Porn section. Yes, indeed. Meatballs. Meatballs for lunch. Right, Carrie? No. You too? Wow. No, no, no. What day is it? Where's Bob Guthrie? Let's go. Friday. Uh-huh. Thank God it's... Thank God it is Friday. Yes, it is. Friday. Thank God it's... Thank God it is Let's Friday. Let's make it a free speech to the Friday. Let's go. Free that is the aforementioned chocolate voice. Polo in the house, making it happen. Sam getting it done just as well. And I'm your talk monkey on the radio, Joe Pags. You know what I mean? You know what I'm saying? Are you glad the week is done? Oh, yes, I am. Will you get a day or two off or you do nothing for a couple of days? I'm going to have a nice long weekend, and I don't plan on doing much of anything. How many gallons do you think? Zero gallons. You might approach a gallon, right? When you get it in the box, do they go by quarts? (laughs) They don't say carafe, do they? I don't do box wine. Is that a carafe of wine, is it, when it's in a box? No, no, no. Does it have that cardboard taste, too, or no? I don't do box wine, so I don't know. Oh, aren't you snooty today? (laughs) (laughs) You're you're straight Boone's Farm, right? (laughs) No. (laughs) Maybe 30 years ago. I had Boone's Farm when I was like 18 once, and it it tasted pretty good. I was like, that's not bad. It's a fruity kind of a wine. We always think it like when you were in your 20s, but now, be, oh. No, like regular wine? I still don't like the the way regular wine tastes. but I mean that. Right. You're just not right. That sweet wine was actually pretty good. Hey, that's not bad. No, 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 no. We get some more at Boone's Farm. <laughs> Wasn't there something called some Zima? Peach. Wasn't Zima something too? Oh, Zima was something in the in the nineties. I think in the mid nineties. <laughs> so I'm going eighties, nineties, just working my way back up. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, you had you had the fruity tasting stuff, which probably was being marketed to people who were too young to drink it. To be honest I'm with sure, you, yeah. but uh, but you drink the box wine, which is no. like the Chardonnay, right? No, I do not drink Chardonnay, uh, and I don't do box wine. Well, you're so snooty about wine. You're actually like, I don't drink Chardonnay. Is that really who you <laughs> a are today? A lot of people drink Chardonnay. I, for me, it's a little too dry. Wow. Wow. That's like all? your humor. Like your humor. So, uh, so, but it's not rosé. What is it? Um, I, I drink um, cabs or um, Pinot Noir. You, you don't have to say Cabernet. You just say cab and it's that gets you wine? cab, yes. You are so alone. cool. I'm not a you're wine You're such a snob. wine cool you're person. Act- yes, you are. No, I'm really not. <laughs> No. I drink a nice cab, I drive this, blah, blah, blah. No, I'm like, give me some Boone's Farm, man. No. <laughs> no. I'm just putting it out there. No, no, no. Now, Sam, you'll do a wine every once in a while. What's your wine? Um, I do like rosé, but I really don't drink very often at all. 
Okay. All right. But I mean, I, your dad doesn't drink at all. So I have no gauge to go by here. I went to Italy when I was 15. They give you wine from the time you're like eight mm. in Italy. They water it down. Literally, they water it down for dinner. You're having your spaghetti and your wine. And, um, and, and I, try, I was like, ew, this is totally disgusting. <laughs> I can imagine. Yeah, what, what, is, what is the, the idea? Wine, Who got the idea that good. said, let's let the fruit perish and then squeeze it? <laughs> And let it ferment and then give it to people like Carrie Lockie. Now, who, I mean, I'm telling you, they're smart people. Smart people. Let me ask you this. Does it taste better the more you drink? <laughs> um, sometimes. Yes. Sometimes. Yes, it does. <laughs> yes, As a matter of fact, it doesn't really taste. Uh, it doesn't matter how good, good or bad the first glass or box tastes. <laughs> Once you're through that, you're, you're good, right? Um, some people have been known to say that. So I went to a place today. Um, it was very busy. Why am I so stupid that I don't realize how busy it's going to be the weekend before 4th Dude, of July? please. Where did you go? I do nothing. I go nowhere every day. And then I'm like, let me let me go to that. I'm not going to say the name of the place, but it sounds like BAMS. <laughs> okay. Got it. So I Ooh, had, on a Friday before the 4th of July. That is not I guess smart. I'm an idiot. That is I gave not myself smart. two hours and it took a good hour 45. <laughs> I'm like, what is what is the story with this? So um, I'm, I'm heading down a highway and people are just driving like idiots. Have you seen this? They're just driving Dude, really, really every dumb. Every day on 1604. Every day. You see, I don't do the 1604. Now, Ooh, for those who don't know, do. 1604 is sort of the outer loop that goes around San Antonio. Um, there's an inner loop that's 410. And then the outer, outer loop, you could probably make the case for 46 and a few other roads that they, they're sort of looking at a third loop, too. Um, but, but 1604 is rough. But mm-hmm. I did not get on 1604. I took 281. And again, for those not in San Antonio, 281 is the north-south highway that goes through San Antonio. And you could jump on 1604 on the north side and go all the way around to the south side and get but off don't. on 281 again. No, that's a horrible idea. Don't ever do that. <laughs> so, so I'm on 281, which is under construction for the past three years. Mm-hmm. And I keep on saying, well, it's going to be worth it in the end. I'm like, I don't, I don't think so now. There will be like, no, no end. No. There will be no end. That's the thing. There is there no end in sight. No. So, so I'm going there, and none of the roads are marked anymore. I'm like, I got lucky, and I turned in the right place. And then I get into the BAMS parking lot, and it's just jam-packed. Mm-hmm. And these aren't happy people because they all realized when they got in the car that I realized that this is a dumb move on a Friday before yeah. 4th of July. Yes, absolutely. So, so I, I pull into a spot. And uh, the guy gets out next to me. He just gives me the, he gives me the dirtiest look. Mm. I'm, like, I'm like, whatever, stupid. Mm. So I give him a look. And, uh, and now you go into the BAMs, and half the people have masks on, half don't have masks on. And again, as I did last time, and I know this, this got under people's crawl last time, I'm going to say it again. If you're in the store, realize you're not alone. <laughs> and if you're going one mile a second, whatever the hell, one mile an hour, whatever, a mile a second be very fast. You're going one mile an hour, you're, you're slow, there's a log jam. There's a traffic jam behind you, and you're causing it. And then, Carrie, do I have to reiterate you probably that do. we drive on the right-hand side in this country? Mm-hmm. So if you're in BAMS pushing a, a cart, let's use the rules of the road. You know what <laughs> yeah. I mean? Yeah. Because if, you're, if, you're, if you're driving on the left-hand side, and I'm driving on the right-hand side, which is I'm doing the right thing, there's going to be a head-on collision. There will be. And, then you, yes. and when you cause that, you don't get to give me the look like I did it. Yeah. Oh, don't you hate that? I know. Hate. Like, you're in the wrong. I'm right. Yeah. Let me ask you this. Yep, yep, yep. yep. I think that I did something today that you've never done. Have you ever mm-hmm. gone up to a worker at BAMS and said, uh, hey, can you show me where the frozen meatballs are? Um, I've never asked that question at BAMS. <laughs> No, I had I couldn't find them. Well, I just wanted some frozen you've been meatballs. Been in BAMS before you've bought your frozen meatballs. I've never 
No, I have never oh. bought frozen meatballs there. Oh, we'll okay. get them at the grocery store, oh, okay. and we'll do the curbside. I don't have to go. I don't even know. I don't know where they are. It doesn't matter. The person brings <laughs> oh, it. Oh, I see. Okay. Right. So right. I'm now. I'm looking now. I'm on. on uh, yes, it's in the front. I said right. I know. I'm not stupid. I see the frozen food sign, but um, uh, there you go. You got the hamburgers. You got the chicken McNuggets. You got all this stuff. I can't find meatballs. Oh, no. And it turns out the guy who's stocking the shelves is in front of the meatballs. I didn't see them because he's there. Oh. So I asked the second guy, and he's the, the shelf stalker guy, hey, can you tell me where the frozen meatballs are? And he goes, oh, they should be. And he's literally like, he's sitting on them almost. I'm like, oh, that's <laughs> why I couldn't see him. He goes, hey, look at that. So I actually made him give me a pack. I say, hey, can you grab me a bag of beef and just hand those right over? <laughs> and that's that's nice. my shopping experience today. This is my excitement today. <sighs> so I mean, Dude, and then, and then heading out, and I, I figured, well, heading south is going to be rough. Heading north will be easy. Oh, ha, 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 ha. You're and, so funny. Yeah. And, nope. Mm, not going to happen. And um, I may have gotten in front of a guy, and he wasn't happy that I got in front of him. And at some point, he does the big, you know, the big demonstrative mm. go around me and then get in front of me and give me the look thing. Yeah. And, and you know what I do when people do that? Because you know I'm not beeping or flipping them off. What, what, what do you think I do? Um, I don't know. What do you do? He gets the big thumbs up. Oh, a thumbs and, up. And, and, he, and, he gets, and he gets my <laughs> face sure doing it. Those that. watching on the stream, he gets my face doing this. Are you smiling? And, and, and the face is, you really did it, buddy. You got it done. Oh. <laughs> Way to go. You really, really took me on and took yeah, me out. I'm like, and, that. And, and I've been clear about this. I, I want to be as, as direct as I can. As people are heading out the long holiday weekend, and, and I want you to enjoy, I want you to have fun, I want you to enjoy your family and your friends if you've got any. Uh, I don't, so I, I've got family, mm, not friends. No so, friends, um, yeah. I, so I'll do half of that. Um, but as you're heading out, I want you to keep this in mind. If you're going faster than I am, I want you in front of me. If you're going slower than I am, I want you behind me. Please don't drive the same speed as I'm driving. And by I, I mean any person on the road. It is never okay for you to be next to somebody going the same speed. Where do, this doesn't work for me. So I'm like, okay, so I'll click the 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 um the cruise control up two notches. Mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, if we're going the exact same speed. And I click it up two notches. That's two more miles an hour. I should be going faster than the guy, right? Yes. Somehow he's still next to me. Now you tell me the game he's playing. He doesn't want you to get over or he doesn't want you to pass him, I guess. There are people, I am convinced, that feel safe or comfortable riding next, right next to somebody. I and when you're right next to somebody on the highway, you got like four, five, six inches between the cars. Like, what are you doing? Yeah, no, I don't like that I don't want to ride next to you. A, I don't like you. B, you got an ugly car. You know what I mean? I don't wow. want to be anywhere near you. So then I'll, so I'll hit the brake and I'll slow down. And when I do that, what do they do? Slam they the brake. Why is he hitting the brake? Let what me slam the brake. What was his problem today with you? Maybe he recognized No idea. You. Oh, that's the Joe Pags on that show. <laughs> that's, that, that's that jerk of the show. I bet he just left. Carrie Lockie. <laughs> I, I, bet, I bet he just left Bams and was asking for meatballs. <laughs> so right. I, I'm just saying, can, can people have a little consideration? No. A, no. Bams, make it clear where the meatballs are. And if you're stocking the shelves, maybe you should put a little announcement on, hey, I'm blocking the meatballs over here. Maybe, maybe do something okay. like that. And um, then it, if you're on the highway, do not drive next to me. You Go faster or slower. Make a decision. Need to get out a little more often. Not happening. I'm not going to get out I another think, two months. I, know. <laughs> I think you should. After today, you think I'm going out again? <laughs> yes, you should. Are you kidding me? You need to get out a little more often. Everything said, don't go out today. But and guess did. who thought he'd you leave the house have today? The meatballs, right? Not yet. Well, hello, hello. Mm-hmm. You got to have frozen meatballs, or else a man doesn't eat. Yeah. Here's what my options were today: two pieces of American cheese. Mm-hmm. 
Or I go, get in the car and go get some meatballs. Okay, I guess I go to BAMS too. Yeah. I'm just saying. Yeah. It was all about BAMS. All right. We've got a bunch of stories that we want to get to. Let, let's start with something a little bit lighter. Let's talk about what an idiot Rex Chapman is. Before we hit the break here, now I saw Rex Chapman play basketball. I don't remember who he played for. For some reason, Charlotte comes to mind, but I haven't watched NBA basketball in a long time, and he's been retired for a while, and he's bald as can be today, but he had hair then, so I could have picked him out of, out of a lineup then. I would not have known this was Rex Chapman, who's in this picture, in this story, but he's calling out Clarence Thomas, the, um, the man who's been the only black Supreme Court justice for 30 years on the Supreme Court. Now there is Ketanji Brown Jackson, another black person on the Supreme Court, which is great, fine, except her politics suck. I'm more of a fan of Clarence Thomas. But this idiot thought he would call Clarence Thomas out, and the reason why makes you understand why I get such a, harsh, a hearty laugh out of, out of liberals and their tears every day. Carrie, if you don't mind. From the blaze in a series of tweets, disgraced former NBA player Rex Chapman implied Thursday that Supreme Court Justice Clarence Thomas is not authentically black because he did not ever see Thomas in attendance at one of his basketball games. After criticizing Thomas for attending a graduation event at Christendom College in 2018, at which there was not another person of color in the picture, Chapman asserted that Thomas, quote, would not last 20 to 30 seconds in an NBA locker room. He specifically contrasted Thomas to former President Bill Clinton, who was white, but who used to come to our games in Landover with the Bullets. Clarence Thomas, never. Chapman mused, why have you never seen Clarence Thomas in an NBA game, as in ever? Uh, Chapman went on to double down, replying to another user's comment with a video from the Chappelle show featuring well-known character Clayton Bigsby, in which Chappelle, for comedic effect, plays a blind black person who apparently does not realize he is black and is a white supremacist. And more pictures. Chapman, who was selected with the eighth overall pick in the 1988 NBA draft, played for several years in the NBA during the seasons he played for the Washington Bullets. The Bullets were one of the worst teams in the league, racking up a combined (laughs) putrid record of 45 to 119. Following his playing career, Chapman was offered numerous jobs in television broadcasting and for NBA teams. In spite of his well-publicized struggles with drug addiction, which included multiple trips to rehab and a highly publicized arrest for shoplifting. There you go. All right. So for those who don't know, and, and and maybe he played for North Carolina in in college. I feel like there's a North Carolina connection. I could be wrong about that. But at the end of the day, Rex Chapman was a decent basketball player, and he seemed to have decent commentary about basketball. He's had his drug issues. Thank goodness he's over the drug issues. Fine. But he's an idiot. And when you go to his Twitter account, it's just filled with this this like like lunatic writings. It's it's very weird. Now, I want people to understand who are listening and and watching, if you don't know who Rex Chapman is, he's a white guy. So he's a white guy calling out Clarence Thomas, who's a black guy, for not having gone to an NBA game, and for some reason he wouldn't last 20 minutes in an NBA locker room. 20 seconds. Oh, 20 seconds. He wouldn't last 20 seconds in an NBA locker room. Why would he be in an NBA locker room? Because he's black, he belongs in the NBA locker room? No, he's on the Supreme Court. He's one of nine, okay? He's got a much more important job than you do, Rex. Let me a much more important job than LeBron has or anybody else you can name who's in an NBA locker room. But the whole idea that you have to go to an NBA game to prove your blackness is ridiculous because I will bet money that the vast majority of the black population in this country has never gone to an NBA game. Does that make them unblack as well? This this is how stupid the left gets. There's oh no, no, no. we're just starting the show. There's much more left stupidity to get today. I've got a stack of of information on left lunacy today. It's gonna make your face hurt. But I thought I would start with that. 
And I just want to open the lines here. It's Free Speech Friday, first of all. Your thoughts about, about people being inconsiderate on the roads and at BAMs. Your thoughts about Carrie's drinking. Your no, thoughts about no, what? No What's that? I was just that. no, just setting up the set of the first hour, setting it up. No. Yeah, it's my no, show. No, I'm just going to set it up. Then. Me. No. no. I'm just saying. No. And, uh, and your thoughts about this white guy trying to prove to his black friends that he's not really white, although he's stuck in a white body, and Clarence Thomas is more white than he is because he hasn't gone to a basketball game. Eight 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 nine from coming right back. This is the Joe Pag Show. Joe Pag Show for your Friday, Free Speech Friday, 888-941-PAGS, J-O-E-P-A-G-S.com, JoePags.com. Make sure you stop by there. Appreciate you being here now. Listen, after Roe, America will never be the same. And all this week, Red of Ancestry is on Newsmax looking at America after Roe. Find out how abortion will change the 2022 and 2024 elections, the implications for Trump, and a lot more. Greta's on at 6 p.m. Eastern, so make sure you set that DVR uh, every weeknight with her new show, The Record with Greta Van Susteren. And she leads a great night on Newsmax with Rob Schmidt exposing Biden's economic train wreck. And then Eric Bowling warns of the dangers of world war with Ukraine, Iran, and China. Millions have made the switch to Newsmax. I did a long time ago. Hopefully you have as well. You can check it out on your on your cell phone. Go to the Google Play Store or the iOS Store. Download it. You can watch it anywhere. Take it with you anytime. And there's no paywall either. It's on all major cable and streaming platforms, too. If your cable company doesn't carry Newsmax, call them, demand it. If they won't carry it, switch to a system that does. Download the free Newsmax app again on your smartphone. Watch it anytime, anywhere I do all the time. So tune into Newsmax tonight and make plans to tune in every night. Make the switch today. Make that switch to Newsmax. And again, I did that a long time ago. Make sure you check them out. We go to the phone lines. I appreciate you stopping by. I appreciate. Oh, by the way, there was a picture over on uh, Twitter, Carrie, of um, Justin Timberlake. Mm-hmm. And his wife, Jessica Beale. Okay. It's her name, right? Is it Jessica yeah, Beale or Beale? Beale, right? Beale. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So the picture is them standing, and in the background is the Eiffel Tower. So they're in France. Okay. And uh, this is this is how stupid people are. And, and I really I mean this in the nicest possible way. I think that he's talented. I think she's talented. Mm-hmm. She writes, "You have croissants and women's rights. Damn, take me back." Well, in France, there's a there's a, a ban after 14 weeks gestation. You can't get an abortion after 14 weeks, which is more strict than almost any other uh, law in this country that stands right now. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, the, can you know something before you speak? Is that listen? Is that asking a lot? Um, today it is actually. It is asking too much. She thinks. They have more women's so-called women's rights when it comes to abortion in France when they have less. But but she doesn't take the time to say before I tweet this or Instagram this. Let me just make sure. Maybe I should, right? What's wrong with that? Yeah. She's got the Google. Sure, she does. Yeah. She got um, the Instagram, so she got the internet. Hmm. Hmm. I don't know why she wouldn't want to do that. Why is that asking a lot? Well, it isn't. It isn't. But it's going to keep on happening. Absolutely. All women's rights were taken away. All abortions have been made illegal, which is none of this isn't true. First of all, it's not a woman's right. But having said that, just posting that without first checking it out, it, it, it makes me laugh and it makes me sad, to be honest. 
941 PAGS, 888-941-7247, JoePags.com. Your thoughts about the white basketball player calling out Black Clarence Thomas for not being black enough, and also these stars not knowing anything. Give it here. Joe Pags. Uh, great to have you. Thanks for stopping by. Uh, you know what no I mean, problem. Carrie? What? I get this email. Hey, Joe Pags. <laughs> Thurgood Marshall was the first black Supreme Court justice, 1967 to 1991. I don't recall hearing you dropping that intel. What? <laughs> Seriously. We did this yesterday. Did we not talk about that yesterday oh, at lunch? I don't. We I don't understand. did, yes. And, and see, listen, listen, I love, I love the listeners. I love those who watch. I love those who tune in. I love those who podcasted and listen to five shows on the weekends. It's all wonderful. But you people have to understand. You're probably not hearing every second of every show, and making an assumption that we didn't talk about something because you didn't hear about it in the seventeen and a half minutes you listened doesn't <laughs> mean I didn't talk about it. Better back off, people. He's on. He's in a mood today. He went to BAMS, so just need to calm down a little bit. Main point, I don't want it to get out on the air because your libtard trolls might run with it if I'm proven possibly correct. I'm not going to say your name. I'll say your initials, KV. KV signed it, KV. Um, shut up. Go ahead and delete that. Hold on a second. <laughs> Boom. Now, yesterday I told somebody to, to pucker up and kiss my ass. Do we remember who that was? Um. Oh, and you were pretty adamant to pick about that, too. Pucker up. Who was that? And kiss my ass. Sam, do we remember who I was telling to, to kiss my ass yesterday? I don't remember. Polo, anything? Polo didn't listen to the show. He's like, I'm not listening, no. Everybody. Yeah, it probably was everybody. <laughs> but there was one story where I just I just wanted to, to really just go ahead and kiss it. And um, yeah. And I get an email from a guy. He says, can't we take the high road? Can't we not tell people to kiss butts? <laughs> I'm not even kidding. I'm like, what? Did you respond to that one? Now, the person was saying something to the effect of, I don't know, those who are against abortion should die or something. I mean, it was so completely out of line. No, no, no. I, I think it was what the person who didn't. Uh, it was the woman who was boycotting the 4th of July. That's oh, who it was. okay. And I called her out, and, oh, and I wrote back, and I said, okay. all right, so she wants to boycott the 4th of July, you think that's fine, but me telling her to kiss my ass is not. Mm. Well, we don't have to get into the gutter with them. Why did you have to go into the crapper, he says. So I wrote back, I said, crapper? <laughs> How uncouth. <laughs> it writes really? back, he says, it's okay in email, but it's not okay on the airwaves. <sighs> Who died and made him boss about that? I don't know, well, but I'd like for him to kiss my say. ass today. <laughs> I'd like for him to go ahead and pucker up, pick a cheek, and kiss it. <laughs> My He's be very God. offended. He'll probably send you another email. Oh, absolutely going to get another email. Now, if I'm proven right that you didn't mention Thurgood Marshall, shut up. You know what I mean? The only people that can be that critical are you, Sam. CJ listens to most of the show because she's in the chat room. Monica, who's in the chat room listening to the show. And I was going to say Polo, but maybe not because he's normally he's doing something else. He's like, what was that? Sure. So, I mean, you know what I mean? Yeah. Polo, am I right on that? You are, but I heard you say yesterday. No, no, I, I, and I, but I can't remember who it was. I think it was the school board member. But either way, 
Um, if you listen to all three hours of the show, I will. you now have the gravitas to say something and make a comment on it. Okay, I listened to the whole show and you never mentioned Thurgood Marshall. Now, now I'll hear you, but we, we literally stopped and talked about it. Because the GMA, the Good Morning America full screen, said Ketanji Brown Jackson um, sworn in as the first black Supreme Court justice in U.S. history. That was incorrect. I said Clarence Thomas probably has something to say about that, and Thurgood Marshall too. I don't. Can you can you pronounce Thurgood Marshall a different way? Maybe maybe it's Thurgood. No. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe, you know what I mean? Maybe I should have done something like that. Oh. And then I'm this wound up, and during the break, I get this from Lockie. Do you have to make me work so hard heading into a holiday weekend? I'm like, was really? Just kidding. Really? Just kidding. You're on a roll sending me all these stories to read. And so. my response was, Come on, Carrie, please. Can you just please do it today? Uh, no. What, what? Your response was because you've done very little all week. <laughs> what? what? Yeah, that is I, what you said. What are you to talking me? about? <laughs> I work very hard. I responded in kind. It's all I did. At least I didn't say kiss my ass or it's in the crapper. I know. For Thank you. some reason you that. can say anything you want in an email, but you can't say you can't say can't ass say on the radio. On the air. No, you will Come offend. on, dude. Yeah. Uh, more people are writing in now. I am telling you, I should do a whole show <laughs> on really stupid emails. I should at least have a segment because yeah. That'd be pretty funny, actually. Stupid emails. Yeah. I'm telling you, that could be something. Eight eight nine four one Pags, JoePags dot com. Let me go to the phone lines. I appreciate you taking the time. We're talking right now about Rex Chapman, former um, NBA player, and a star. He was okay. Um, and then before that, he went to the University of Kentucky. I've been told by a couple of people. Um, he's decided that Clarence Thomas isn't really black. Uh, because he's never gone to an NBA game. Because he never came to one of our games, he's not really black because Bill Clinton would go to the games. Forgetting that Bill Clinton was sleeping with everything on two on, on two feet and was going to Epstein Island. Uh, they don't worry about him in the intern in the, in the White House, in the Oval Office. He came to the game, so he must be more of a black man. And Clarence Thomas wouldn't last 20 seconds in a locker room, which I'm not sure that he was trying to get in to the locker room, but let me ask you this, Carrie. What what do you think could be the impetus for this idiot to even say that? I'm gonna I'm gonna get Clarence Thomas because he ruled a way that I didn't like. Let me tell you how I'm gonna get him. Does that make sense? It does not. I don't understand why he wrote that. I really don't. Listen, I'm against his Supreme Court rulings, but he damn it, he went to that one basketball game. It doesn't make any sense. It's understand. stupid. And had he gone to the game, then Rex Chapman would like his rulings? I'm guessing not. <laughs> He's a liberal guy. He doesn't like what Clarence Thomas does. Yeah, yeah. It's all so stupid. Let me go to the phone lines. Let me say hello and welcome to uh, Ethan in New Mexico. Ethan, what's going on? Hi. Hey, Joe. Thank you for taking my call. You bet. So listening to the story about this NBA player, it reminds me of a, of a situation with me and my wife. Now, I'm in a interracial relationship. She's black. I'm white. She works at the post office and she's constantly dealing with customer service. And she has people uh, from this liberal neighborhood that come up to the post office and will instantly assume her political beliefs, try to pander about all this anti-Trump rhetoric and all this anti-American flag stamps because oh, they want to boycott Fourth of July and they're just not feeling very American. Right. But I think it's a symptom of leftists that are trying to virtue signal and trying to be so woke that they're actually showing that they're very racist in how they view black people. Well, they're extremely racist. They think that black people should get in line. They should only believe like they say they should believe. They don't know how to get an ID, don't know how to go and vote, don't know how to go online, don't know how to get an accountant. I mean, these are things that liberals have, have said over the generations. And, and thank God your your wife is somebody who believes what she believes and, and has a, a mind of her, of her own and a brain that works very well. I don't know. She married you. But, but what I'm saying is 
No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, but, but, but Ethan, you're right. The assumptions that are made, and I talked about this either yesterday or the day before with somebody. I was in the performing arts in, uh, in college. I'm a saxophone player. I'm a piano player. I'm, I'm a singer, some would say. Um, and uh, in, the, in the performing arts, they assume that you're also very liberal. And when they heard that I had a syndicated talk show and they tuned in, some of my old you know, high school and college buddies would, would write me and say, who is this guy? Well, when do you become conservative? You never used to think that way. I'm like, what are you talking about? I've always been this way. We were just playing music. We weren't talking about things. Don't make assumptions about people. And I'm glad that your wife doesn't fall into that category where she's controlled by some liberal ideology. I think that's cool. Now, d- does she ever say anything back to them or does she just smile and shake her head? Because she's working. What, what could well, she, she say really to them? Well, she really can't. The, the Hatch Act uh, prevents federal workers from getting into politics. Like, she could lose her job if she was to get into it. She, she just kind of looks at them back and just gives them this look like, uh, you're dumb, but okay, <laughs> we'll just conduct our business. Well, well, good for her. Well, I don't think you can get in trouble with the Hatch Act if you just tell somebody that they're dumb. Ethan, I appreciate the story. And, yeah, I hate when there's any assumption ever made. You know, you could hear it 30,000 times, never judge a book, uh, a book by its cover. And, and people judge books by their cover all the time. Don't ever stereotype. And people stereotype all the time. And who's the worst at stereotyping? It's the far left in this country. I have ne- Listen, I went to a school, a high school that was predominantly black in Delray Beach, Florida. That, that, that happened. You know, I was in band. I was, a, I was a performer. So we had a great diversity of, of races and backgrounds and ethnicities and genders. We never, ever, ever, never thought the black friend can't drive to the movies tonight because he probably doesn't have a license because he's black. That's just stupid. That is so racist. And, and what is the term that's always used? The, the soft racism of low expectations. I have low expectations for you because you're Hispanic. I have low expectations for you because you're a woman. I have low expectations for you because you're black. And this is almost always exclusively the left that does this. So I'm glad that she doesn't take the crap. And when she's not working, I'm sure that she does, you know, say something back. But, um, you know, the, the expectation that you must be one in thought with me because we're both Italian or we're both, you know, white guys, that, that doesn't make any sense. It doesn't. And the left is so good at stereotyping because if they, can, if they can stereotype you correctly. They can divide you better. It's much easier to divide. When you, when you can separate by ideology or separate by skin tone or ethnicity. 888-941-PAGS, JoePags.com. It's going to be Ron in West Virginia. Ron, what's going on? How you doing, Joe? Living the dream. What's happening? Appreciate your, sh- appreciate your show and what you're doing. Thank you. Hey, I just wanted to make a comment. You know, these, these comments about Clarence Thomas go right along with the uh, lunacy of referring to women as menstruating people. I'll tell you, Joe... Um, they can't build enough institutions fast enough to hold these people. They really need to be in a mental institution, and we need to pray for them. Have a great weekend, all right, Joe. All right, brother. You too, Ron. I appreciate you. Um, yeah, it, you could build the institutions, but it's the left that said we shouldn't have asylums anymore. You know what I mean? It is so crazy to me that, um, that you've got so many people saying so many. Listen, let's be honest. What Rex Chapman said was decidedly stupid, for lack of an even stronger term. It was just really, there's a disconnect mentally there. There's a disconnect between brain and fingers or mouth, however he said it. And, and people should be able to call him out and say, oh, so, I feel so sorry for you that you've got this, this cognitive issue. This is so weird. Or Biden out there on the world stage saying that the, the Supreme Court is doing something so offensive that's setting the world back. Uh, out there in Europe somewhere. Somebody should be able to say, oh, Joe, listen, really feel bad. You had a, a good 40, 50-year run, but cognitively, you've got some real issues. Let's get you some help. But instead, we're acting like they're the mainstream. Rex Chapman is not the mainstream. 
What Joe Biden says is not the mainstream. What Ketanji Brown Jackson says is not the, the mainstream. Or Rashida Tlaib, who's attacking the Supreme Court justice, uh, justices today as well. These are not the mainstream. But we sit back and we allow it, and we pretend like somehow they're making sense. They're not. And if you think the people that I just mentioned are making sense in the last week or two, then you've got to self-examine or go see a, a neurosurgeon. There's something going wrong with your brain. There's a disconnect from reality that somehow was put in place by either Obama or Biden or somebody, but you've got to wake up, brother or sister. 888-941-PAGS, JoePags.com. Stay right here. Joe Pags. Great to have you. Thanks for stopping by the Joe Pags Show. 888-941-PAGS. 888-941-7247. JoePags.com. We appreciate you stopping by. Thanks a lot for being here on a Friday, a free speech Friday. Love telling you about Eden Pure. Eden Pure's got a uh, an air purifier that's called the Thunderstorm. Really, really great. It's got this proven oxy technology. It quickly destroys viruses, odors, mold, and more, and it freshens your entire home. Get rid of It gets rid of any odor like litter boxes, Trash cans, cigarette smoke, dirty diapers, and more. Over 200,000 thunderstorms are sold, so you know it works. Never breathe dirty air again. No filters to buy. Takes up no floor space. Plugs directly into the wall. It's nearly silent. It's great for use in bedrooms or anywhere. Even if it needs to be really, really quiet where you are, you can have an Eden, th- an Eden Pure thunderstorm that will leave the scent and the feeling that a thunderstorm just rolled through, cleaned everything. You know that fresh and clean and refreshing, you know, sort of scent that you get after a thunderstorm? You're going to feel that and smell that in your house. EdenPureDeals.com. That's the website. EdenPureDeals.com. Discount code is PAGS3. Save $200. Shipping is free as well. Again, E-D-E-N-PureDeals.com. Discount code P-A-G-S, the number three. Save 200 bucks. Shipping is free as well. Make that happen right now. So, Karen, let me ask you something. Yes. You're waiting at the airport, and you're flying an airline. Let's say it rhymes with Smelta. Mm-hmm. And they say, we've overbooked the plane. We'll give you 500 bucks to, uh, to take a different plane. Do you do it? Mm, no, not for 500 1000 bucks. Your, your trip's on us. 1000 bucks if you just take a different plane. <sighs> Well, it depends on where I'm going, what I have to do, actually. Probably to the vineyards somewhere, probably. Oh, then no, a thousand, no. No, no, no. I have to pass that up. Well, you've got a little story where Smelta, and in the news story you could say the actual name, they've decided to offer up a little more than that. What is this? Help me out here. Yeah, this is from MSN. Inc. Tech columnist Jason Attens, as he and his family recently traveled on a Delta Airlines flight to Minneapolis, and that passengers on the oversold flight were offered a whopping 10 thousand dollars in cash not Come flight on. credit to give up their seats i would take that this? uh delta sought eight volunteers according to adam's account of the event if you have apple pay you'll even have the money right now the flight attendant said according to adam uh, the incident occurred at a time when passengers are struggling with air delays and flight cancellations with the july 4th weekend expected to be chaotic for airliners and travelers some 3.5 million people are expected to fly this holiday weekend amid rising covid19 infections staffing shortages and widespread flight delays 
Atten did not volunteer to give up a seat, and Delta declined to comment on the incident. But the airline did confirm that, in general, it offers passengers varying levels of compensation in exchange for giving up their seats on overbooked flights, all in an effort to get planes off the ground in a timely manner. So, to make sure I understand, Oof. if they're not denying the ten thousand dollar offer, how does that benefit the airline whatsoever? Ten thousand. If you have Apple Pay, you get it right now. <laughs> and again. Yeah. I make a pretty good buck. You would take ten it. grand. I'm I'm taking 10, a later 000? flight. I mean, come $10, on, ten thousand dollars. Yeah, that pays for now. your for, for the overpriced gas for the next four years. <laughs> you, you know what I mean? Yep. I mean, this is like that's a, like a it's a game change. Ten thousand dollars. Yeah, yeah, that's big. Yep. It takes a lot of talking to make $10,000. I, I will sit there quietly and take your ten grand. But how does yeah. that? How could they possibly get by? I mean, I, I don't know how many tickets they were offering for ten grand, and eight. I don't know why this person who wrote it. But so, how many? So this guy says eight. They're looking eight. for eight people. Yes. So they're going to give $80,000 back to the passengers <laughs> and still yeah. fly them out later. Yes. Because it was just to change the plane. It didn't say to cancel, right? Um, No. Just to volunteer to give up your seat on, on that flight. Come on, dude. I mean, mm-hmm. did they have dignitaries on the flight? And this guy's like, no, I'm not interested. Yeah, that's what he said. He I'm going to go be a writer for MSNCI or whatever the hell it is because they're making way too much money Please. if $10,000 isn't enough. You know, you know how many old crappy Camaros I can buy for $10,000? Are you kidding me? I'm telling you. You know how much wine I could buy with $10,000? Oh, my Lord. Holy we would never see you again. Holy. It would you'd be like, where's Kerry? <laughs> well, still spending the ten grand. Um, that, that's that's To me, that's a no-brainer. Let me go to Ed in Minnesota. Ed, what's going on? Hi. What about the pigs? What's happening, man? Uh, it's good to hear your, it's good to hear your voice again. You and Carrie's uh, voice again. I lost you there for a while, long time listener, and I've uh, been moving around the last couple of years. But uh, it's good to hear your voice up uh, the new area, man. Now, thanks. More so, Carrie's. Uh, you know, of course. Yeah. Voice. Duh. Hello. Right. Exactly. Yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. She keeps you in line. So it's Ed is Carrie. He's begging for it. I tried to even <laughs> know, let him off. I know. You know what I mean? I tried it? to let him off the hook. It ain't happening. You know what I mean? Ed, I get it. I get it. I understand. I get it why you called it. He held on for a long time, too. You know what I mean? I mean, Sam, normally you know when they're trying to do this, and I don't even think that he gave a, a hint. He called in something about he's married to a Latina or something, and he had this and that and the other, and and, and I, I let him say a nice thing about you. didn't do anything. But then he said another nice thing. Said, yeah, and Carrie. No, really, well, Carrie. They can you... say two nice things about No, 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 no. They can't even say one nice thing. He was going to get Jeez. rolled anyway, but I thought he, I let him get his story out first. <laughs> Well, Ed, God bless nice. you. Thank you, know, you Ed. Work, work with her for one day. Then you're going to change your, your tune. Uh, what? So what do you mean? 888 941 PAGS, JoePags.com. Quick break. We're back after this. Stay here. You're listening to Joe Pags.